Welcome to the Faith and More podcast, and better yet, welcome to the very first episode of The Book Nook. If you've just found the show and this is your first time listening, um, we have a show called the Faith and More podcast where we talk about faith and many more things, and we do everything we can to uplift, strengthen, encourage, support, heal each other. Uh, through um, sharing life stories of some great saints and people who should be saints. And this transcends uh, faith as far as one faith. This goes across the board to all faiths. I try to cover a spectrum of that. And recently, I have been prompted by the divine to do an extended branch of the show. And that is where we are here with the very first episode of The Book Nook. Now, The Book Nook is going to be where I share with you um, just some things that I don't get a chance to share with you on the regular shows because we just don't have the time. And I understand everyone's time is so important and so very valuable and so precious. And I can't thank you all enough for listening to the shows that you do listen to. And... um, So this is the reason why we have the book nook is to cover things that I don't get a chance to cover um, in the other podcast. So I did a welcome uh, to the book nook episode uh, just a few days ago, and that is up on the website or on the podcast list. If you want to check that out to get some more information on exactly what we're covering. So if you haven't already, find a place that's comfortable to sit and relax, grab your favorite beverage and enjoy. So first thing to cover is um, recently I had made a statement regarding how I was uh, just a bit taken back uh, by other podcasts, especially faith based podcasts um, and faith podcasts in general that are not talking about the situation with Ukraine and Russia. And, you know, I guess I can understand that to an extent that it actually dates your material. So anybody just tuning in and hears this, you know, talk about Ukraine and Russia is going to know around what time that was recorded. But to me, it really doesn't matter. It's really important, at least I feel. And again, I'm not critiquing anyone, but I feel it's very important to uh, keep uh, Ukraine and its people as well as Russian people Uh, in our hearts and prayers right now. I mean, they need all of the prayers that we can possibly uh, generate uh, for them. It's just a truly horrible situation. But anyway, I want to give a huge shout out to Father Jason Sharon and Matt Fred. Matt Fred has an incredible uh podcast and youtube channel called pints with aquinas and i will have a link of course links to everything i'm talking about in today's show and all the shows will be in the show notes on the website so father jason um is an orthodox style priest um he he and his family live in the pittsburgh area if i got that correctly uh, pittsburgh pennsylvania in the united states And um, one of the people of his parish is a fairly well-to-do businessman. And this businessman um, 
I guess the congregation had a thing back in December uh, where you would adopt a uh, Ukrainian orphan and have them come over to your home and spend Christmas with you. And I know, like my wife was saying, how could you let them go once you have them in your home? But anyway, so this uh, young lady uh, girl came over and, and spent the uh, holiday, the Christmas holiday with uh, this businessman and his family. And um, before she left, she was, uh, you know, of course, upset that she had to go back to the orphanage in Ukraine. Um, but and then the businessman noticed this and he pulled the girl aside and said, you know, if you're ever in trouble, I will come for you. Well, as we know, things are really, really bad in Ukraine. So it was, I believe, last week, if not uh, just a few days before. That was when all this really broke out. It was probably three or four days into the war. Um, this businessman contacted Father Jason and said, look, you know, I made a vow to this girl. You know, she, I know she needs us and I need to go over there. He chartered a plane, a private plane to fly to um, Poland. And then he was going to go into Ukraine and not only rescue the girl, but rescue all the orphans in the orphanage, which added up to 25 children. And then the director of the orphanage said to be 26 people. Um, so this businessman told Father Jason, he goes, you know, I, I've got to go and I've got to do this, but I'm going to need all the spiritual help I can get. So could you come with me? So Father Jason consulted with his family and with his bishop, got clearance and went with him. And they went over there and took um, the people. They met the the group like halfway into the Ukraine, into Ukraine. Sorry, I keep saying the Ukraine. And they met them like halfway into Ukraine. So they were actually in the battle area. Uh, Father Jason and this businessman were um, to waiting to escort the children uh, to safety in Poland. So the director of the orphanage was able to get a van that I believe seats 16 uh, and they put all 26 people in this van. And Father Jason said when they got to the rendezvous point, the windows were just completely steamed up because there were so many people packed into the van. But everyone, they were able to get everyone out safely. Uh, so Father Jason and Matt Frad are friends. And Matt has had uh, Father Jason as well as many, many people on his show and his podcast and YouTube channel. Again, Highly recommend checking out Pints with Aquinas. And again, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. So anyway, uh, Matt volunteered to go over. So he flew over and he and Father Jason are in Poland now. And they keep going back and forth uh, between Ukraine and Poland, helping to rescue children, especially orphans. Uh, Father Jason uh, we recently did a live stream on uh, Matt's channel and Father Jason said that uh, he was uh, contacted by a rabbi, a Jewish rabbi in the Ukraine and because uh, he heard of Father Jason assisting uh, orphans and said that he was going in uh, with a bus 
to get 125 orphans and he needed Father Jason's help. So Father Jason went with him and they were able to go into Ukraine in the war zones and get these 125 children uh, orphans out of there and into safety into Poland. And of course, from there, they're, you know, shuttling these children off across all over Europe where they're taking in uh, these refugees and, and infinite blessings to everyone involved in the humanitarian effort to try to help uh, Ukrainian people in, in everything that's going on. Um, infinite thanks and blessings to them. So again, I wanted to give a shout out to Father Jason Sharon and Matt Frad. Um, again, Matt's last name Frad is F R A D D, and Father Jason Sharon is C H A R R O N. Again, links will be in the show notes. Again, since I noted er in an earlier episode that you know I was a bit taken aback by no one saying doing anything or saying anything, these amazing souls went above and beyond that to not only saying something and but they're actually over there so let's make sure we keep them in our prayers or add them to our prayers it's matt frad and father jason sharon okay so next on the list to cover who likes essential oils my wife and i both love essential oils we've used them for years and years and years so i want to share with all of you uh, my wife's favorite essential oil and my favorite essential oil. So my wife's favorite scented oil is called Temple of India Scented Oil. It's by a company called Song of India. And it is a scent that is for women or men. Um, it does have more, um, I guess, like hints of floral tones, not really um um, hardcore tones, but they're they're light. They're in there. Uh, but anyway, I'll read what it says on the uh, website on Amazon for this uh, this scented oil. It says it's non an um, non alcoholic roll on perfume, and it's really good because since it's a roll on, you can just dab it wherever you want, and a little bit goes a long way. And this Temple of India scent is a whole line for uh, Song of India company. There's all kinds of other types, not just the scented oil, but there's all kinds of like sprays and things of that nature. So if you like the scent, it comes in a variety of many different ways that you can use it. Oh, and I guess I should say before I continue that I'm not sponsored by anybody, period. <laughs> I have no sponsors at all. So Everything that I'm suggesting and recommending is just coming from me personally, uh, from personal use and personal experience. So, again, not, you know, making any money, period, which is this is not why this show is here. But I just want to make sure that it's known that I'm not being paid to advertise anything. OK, so the Temple of India sent it says the original light fresh scent of holy temples in India. This scent is designed to smell just like a temple in India, using only the finest herbs, spices, fragrant wood powders, essential perfume oils, and resins to create this heavenly aroma, a very fine fragrance that matches and blends into the human sense of scents. 
This oil creates a heavenly aura around you and you may not even realize that you are wearing it. Now that last part I'll disagree with because you'll notice you're wearing it because it does have a distinct scent and it is, it's not stinky, <laughs> stinky, stinky. It, it's, it's actually very nice. It's very pleasing. It's a very calming um, scent. My wife wears it all the time, especially when she goes to work or she goes out or something like that. Because it helps keep her relaxed, calm, grounded. Um, again, can't recommend it enough. It's on Amazon. And I'll, again, of course, links to everything I'm talking about will be in the show notes. But it's on Amazon for $13.15. And that's U.S. dollars. The next is my personal favorite uh, essential oil. And it's called Magique Perfume Oil. And it's M-A-J-I-K. Uh, it's also for women or men, but I just want to point out that it does have a hint of must or must smell in it because it has frankincense and myrrh in it. So um, I want to make sure it's important to point that out because some women do not like a musky scent on them. Uh, but the description of it says it has a deep uh, and earthy scent with a touch of sweetness. It says the myrrh adds a rich of sweetness and amber brings a touch of spice. And it is sold uh, specifically by a company in California that is called Auric Blends. And it also comes in a roll-on, small roll-on bottle. And the price on the Auric Blends website for this is $8. Next, we have incense. Um, I have been a regular user of incense. Sounds like I'm going for a 12-step thing. <laughs> yes, I'm addicted to incense. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Okay, so next we have incense. I've been using incense for uh, probably at least 35 years on a regular, I mean, hardcore regular basis. Um, so I've got a lot of experience in sense of incense that I'm so happy to be able to share with all of you. So the scent that I have chosen uh, to share with you guys is my absolute favorite scent. There are so many tones in this scent. That it's like it's beyond description. There are hints of floral tones in it. Uh, it's got a little bit of a sweetness in it, almost like... Um, I don't want to say cherry or strawberry, but, you know, it's kind of along that line of like, I should, I should say a fruity smell, uh, but it is just mind blowing. And um, I get it on Etsy. There is an amazing family on Etsy that has a shop called, called Anastasis Shop, A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-S -S -S Shop. And Millie and her family, um, this is a family-owned business that they do, and they hand-make all of these incense. And this is a resin incense, also known as an orthodox incense. So it comes in like a little white cube, like a square cube. So that means you'll need one of those little charcoal uh, biscuits. And she sells those as well, um, the little charcoal biscuits. I think it's like $10 for a a roll, uh, like four rolls of the little tiny, um, not tiny, but smallish uh, charcoal biscuits that are quick lighting. And, and you just want to make sure you can do this in your home. You just want to make sure it's in a well-ventilated area. 
And uh, my favorite sense that she sells of this incense is called Meteora, M-E-T-E-O-R-A, Meteora. And it's $5 for a, a bag, a small bag, but they go a long way. I mean, you can just put, I usually put two or three on the one little charcoal uh, thing and it, that's plenty. And it goes for maybe 15, 20 minutes and it's just enough to, uh, for your altar or your uh, iconostasis or icon corner. So again, highly recommend it. Millie is so sweet and so amazing. And, you know, definitely check her out again. She's on Etsy. I'll have a link of course in the show notes. It's $5. Like I said, for a little bag, but it, it goes a long way and she's got all kinds of other scents as well. Um, I have tried, <laughs> I've tried all of the scents, uh, but the Meteora is my absolute favorite. Oh, and I forgot to add when you order from Millie at the Anastasis shop, she puts in a special free treat with every order that you purchase. And sometimes if you get incense, she'll put in an, an extra bag of incense of a different scent for you to try. Uh, sometimes it's a prayer rope bracelet. Um, it just varies. Sometimes it's a little uh, tiny icon of, of Jesus or uh, the Blessed Mother. It's, again, highly, highly, highly recommend her. So next we move on to prayers. Um, I'd love to study and learn new prayers. So I'm kind of have, well, not kind of, I have an addiction to books, period, but I have a big addiction to prayer books um, because I love to not just be able to riff, as they say, make my own prayer, but I love to be able to open a book and find prayers for specific things or for specific purposes, especially ancient or old prayers. Um, it's it, to me, it's very, very fascinating. So I've got a couple books, prayer books that I highly recommend. The first one is called Byzantine Catholic Prayer for Home. It's common prayers, devotional prayers, evening and morning prayers, the office of hours in the Menaean. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. M-E-N-A-I-O-N. Um, the thing about this is you're going to see in the comments on Amazon is people complaining that the print is very small. It seems to me that this is a type of self-published book. And what happens is if you don't get the dimensions right of the file that you send to the publisher, when they go to print it, it doesn't match up right with the format of the book. So you have a lot of space at the top of the page and at the bottom of the page and the words are kind of compressed in a smaller. Now, I recently purchased this uh, book and I cannot recommend it enough. Um, yes, the print is a little on the small side, but I have eye issues. And as long as I'm in decent light, I can read it just fine. Um, for people who have really bad eye issues, you might need a magnifier. But if you have bad eye issues, you already use a magnifier when you read. So it, this is no big deal. This is this is easy, an easy peasy thing. Uh, so the book, again, I highly recommend it. But there's so many prayers in this book. It is just chock full of prayers. 
And it doesn't matter if you're Byzantine or not. And Byzantine, just to let everyone know if you're not aware, is a branch of the Roman Catholic Church, even though it's an Eastern slash Orthodox uh, part of what used to be, or they used to be part of the Orthodox Church. Now they are part of the Roman Catholic Church. So if you're Roman Catholic, you can do these prayers as well. It doesn't matter what religion you are anyway. If you want to do any prayer, do them. So this one's on Amazon for $15. Again, highly recommend it. The next book is called The Imitation of Christ. Um, and it says in the description, after the Bible, The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis is the favorite book of Catholics, Roman Catholics, throughout the world and has been the spiritual guide of the saints since it first appeared in 1418. 1418. Yeah, that was a few days ago. <laughs> so again, if you're into ancient prayers, old prayers, this book is for you. Paperback copy on Amazon, $4.99 US. Four, so for five bucks plus shipping, you can get this amazing piece of history with ancient prayers in it. It is, um, I love it. It's one of my favorite prayer books. So now we'll just segue into books. Of course, I've already admitted my addiction with books. But I think that runs in the family because my mother has had the same addiction. I don't know if she does anymore, but when I grew up, she had an addiction to books. And I know my sister does. So, again, it runs in the family. Um, so the first book I want to recommend is called The Way of a Pilgrim. Now, this is on Amazon for $13.95, and it's actually a combo book. It comes, it's actually two books in one. So you get with this $13.95, you get The Way of the Pilgrim and Pilgrim Continues His Way. The Pilgrim Continues His Way. Now, the origin of The Way of a Pilgrim, now it's, Please note, this is considered a spiritual classic, so it's been around for a while. The origin is very mysterious because no one knows who the author of the text is. The text showed up, now this is how the legend goes, is that the text originally showed up at a remote monastery in the 19th century. The first edition of this book was published in 1880. 84. That's how old this is. Um, it's about a gentleman and his life and how he's a wanderer, uh, a pilgrim going across to his country. Uh, it's mainly in based in like Georgia, Ukraine, you know, good, good for reading for right now because um, he names different places in these regions that he's traveling from place to place and how uh, it, it gets into his spirituality and how he meets this uh, priest or teacher and this teacher gives him, uh, you know, he he only had like his Bible and a few things in a backpack, but this priest gives him and goes over with him a copy of the sacred text called the Philokalia. Also, I've heard it pronounced Philokalia. Um, and that's P-H-I-L-O-K-A-L-I-A. -I -I um, so he gives him that. So this guy goes through life in his journey with these two books, the Bible and the Philokalia. And the Philokalia is a book 
comprised of ancient writings from the Desert Fathers. So these are Orthodox uh, priests and saints who have wrote down their, 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 you know, what their teachings are and their stories. And it's all comprised into one book, or at least it was at that time. So I'm continuing to read this. I'm probably three quarters through the first book. I have not started on the second part of the book yet, or the second book, I should say, that's in the same book. Um, and it is one of those books you have to force yourself to put down. Um, and I'm purposely doing that because I don't want it to end. <laughs> you know how it is when you get one of those books that you love so much, you don't want the story to end. You want to continue the journey with the character or the person for as long as possible. And I know in permanence, everything comes to an end. So eventually I will finish this book. Uh, but again, I cannot recommend it enough. So the next book, why not the Philokalia or Philokalia? And this, I want to say that they, this was originally in one book, but now it's been broken down into five books because it's that, that big. And it's been translated from Greek to English to other languages as well. There are four copies or four volumes available from a certain set of authors. Um, all of those authors have passed away, but one in that one is, uh, is a is an archbishop in the Orthodox who's supposedly continuing to work on volume five, which is the final volume. But another group of people um, or another author has put out their version of volume five. Um, so if anybody's interested in getting all five volumes, but I'm just recommending volume one here first because it's a pretty big book and there is a lot in it. There's so much in this book uh, that. Orthodox priests and nuns like Mother Natalia, well, she's not Orthodox, but she's Byzantine, but they recommend that you have a spiritual director help you as you study and go through this book. It's because it's packed full of all kinds of information that if you're just leisurely thumbing through it, you're going to miss so much. And you can get a copy of the Philokalia, Volume 1. It's compiled by St. Nicodemus of the Holy Mountain and St. Macarius of Corinth. Those are the original two authors of the Philokalia. Uh, and it's $16.79 U.S. on Amazon. Next, we have meditation. Of course, one of my favorite things, meditation and prayer. Um... And this is something I recently discovered, and it's called the Anglican Rosary. And what it is, it's an olive wood rosary. And there's also a prayer book, an Anglican Rosary prayer book that you can get. And I'll give you the prices here in a minute. Um, but the Anglican Rosary is a smaller rosary than the Roman Catholic Rosary or a prayer rope in Orthodoxy. And it has, um, I guess what you call in Roman Catholic terms, you know, the, the set of 10 beads is called a decade. Well, in the Anglican Rosary, there's seven beads and it's called a week. And you say prayers on it similar to as you would uh, a Roman Catholic rosary or 
prayer rope. So this is an amazing tool for prayer and meditation, a combination of both. Of course, any of you who have a prayer rope or rosary or use any kind of prayer beads at all know how uh, important it is to your practice and your faith. Um, so the what the main reason I got it is to do the uh, Jesus prayer according to the Anglican uh, faith. And that's the prayer that we had shared. It was probably back in the Metropolitan Anthony Bloom episode back in season one. Uh, but it goes, Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Son of God, have mercy on me, uh, sinner. Or it also goes, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, have mercy on us, have mercy on whoever, insert their name here. Um, but it's it's a great prayer, and it's it's an amazing prayer that transcends. Um, it's mostly known in, in the Orthodox faith, but it's done in Byzantine, it's done in Anglican uh, faiths. It's, it's, it transcends all faiths. It, it's really good, and you know, you can insert your divine name here if you want to uh, change it or augment it to, to your faith. Um, so, you know, it's important that we have these tools for our practices. So the prayer book is just mind-blowing because here I got it and I thought this little prayer book is just going to talk to you about uh, probably the history of the Anglican Rosary, um, the Jesus Prayer, some information on that, and that's it. But it is packed full of all kinds of prayers that you can do on the Anglican Rosary. And it takes you bead by bead. And um, it's just, oh, wow, I was so blown away and impressed by this little book. I cannot recommend it enough. So the prayer book itself is $9.90 on Amazon. And the Anglican Olivewood Rosary, which is handmade in Bethlehem, the Holy Land, is also $9.90. So next we have music. If you all listen to the welcome episode for the book nook, um, you would have heard my background on the Aquarius bookstore or bookshop that was such an amazing part of my childhood um, that my mother introduced me to and I introduced my wife and son to and um, of course, unfortunately, the place is no longer there. Um, as most, you know, small town, you know, brick and mortar family owned businesses have been pushed out by the Internet. Uh, but anyway, one of my all time favorite uh, pieces of music, um, my mother had got me for I want to say it was my 12th birthday. Uh, from Aquarius, and this will tell you not how old I am, but how old this piece is. It's by um, Stephen Halpern, H-A-L-P-E-R-N, an amazing artist. Um, I've been in touch with him before on Instagram. He's a very, very nice man as well. He did this album called Spectrum Suite, and what it is is it's a set of music and each song is geared towards uh, a different part of your chakra or chakra as some people call them so as each song plays it tunes and aligns each chakra as it goes 
And again, I got this at a really early age. I want to say 12. It may have been sooner than that. Uh, but I've had a copy of it in some format all of my life. And it has been an intricate part of my life. I listen to it all the time. Um, you know, all these, what, 40-something years later, um, it's still that very important to me. And it is on Amazon, and the CD is, if anybody buys CDs anymore, the 45th Anniversary Collector's Edition is on Amazon for fourteen ninety nine. Uh, but it's also on all of your other music outlets. It's on Spotify. It's on uh, iTunes for Apple. You can even find it on YouTube and listen to it on YouTube. Again, highly, highly recommend it. This uh, album has been such an intricate part of my life and has helped me through so many um, highs and lows uh, in my life that I, I, it's, I can't recommend it enough and I can't say enough great things about it or about Stephen Halpern, the artist of the music. And he has a ton, a ton of other music that you might find interesting as well. It's all based upon that same kind of uh, genre. You know, some people call it new age, uh, but I call it more like, you know, self-help, self-healing aids uh, as far as what this music does for you. So that about covers everything that I wanted to share for this month. Again, this type of podcast or this branch of the show I'm going to put out once a month. Um, I don't know if it would be more than that. Uh, if there's a need or a call or a high demand, <laughs> I should say, I'll, I'll consider it. But, you know, this is something new. The Divine has tapped me and said, hey, let's add this to the podcast. So, you know, if you know my story behind the show, I'm not going to debate or argue or even try to say no. So here, this is it. And I hope, you all have enjoyed it. But before I go, I want to mention the upcoming podcast uh, that will come out this Sunday morning at 12 a.m. All of our, and that's Eastern time, all of our shows automatically load up on the Internet at 12 a.m. Sunday morning, Eastern time here in the United States. So if you're an early riser and you want to uh, listen to something or if you're late, going to bed and you want something to tuck you in the show i'm good at boring people to death so yeah i'll put you to sleep but anyway the upcoming show for this sunday of course all of our shows i can't recommend or suggest enough and that's being unbiased um, and with no ego they the people that we share and we talk about are just off the charts mind-blowing awakening and spiritually enlightening um encouraging healing i could go on and on and on and, and if you know me i have already in the past but anyway this week's show is so very special to me because i was able to interview my dear friend mike and mike really opened up and in a very raw way shared his life story and he has been through so much i know haven't we all but his story is so very powerful. Um, it will really get your heart and it will really inspire and encourage you. Even if you haven't faced what Mike has faced, his is a story of survival 
that no matter what you find yourself into in life, um, there's always a way out and there's always a positive direction that you can go. And Mike shares his story with us this Sunday. So make sure that if you're not already subscribed or following the show that you do that. That way you get an alert as soon as the show is uploaded and you can listen to it on your favorite format. Again, check out Mike. Um, He's been talking about doing his own podcast and I can't recommend him to do that enough. I mean, I think he would be great at it because he did such an awesome job on the interview and in the show, which you guys are going to hear this Sunday. Um, So please show Mike some love, listen to the show, feel free to share uh, comments, share the, definitely share the show with as many people as you possibly can. Because again, since we don't have sponsors, it's the only way the show gets out. So share it with as many people as you can, because the more people that listen to the show, the more people we can help, the more people we can get involved, the more people we can help their faith. And by gosh, the world needs that so badly now. So again, show Mike some love. Um, Let me know what you thought of the show. Please email me, contact me. I'll have information in just a moment on how to do that after you've listened to Mike's show. That way I can share it with Mike and we can encourage him to follow through and to do his own podcast. So I will pause here for now. I hope you all have enjoyed your visit to the book nook and that you'll return and please share this with as many people as you think would be interested. Um, I'm always open to suggestions, recommendations, you know, because we're covering so much in these little monthly podcast uh, branch of the show, like essential oils, prayers, incense, books, meditation, music, um, anything that you could think of that has helped you or something you've tried that you want to do a buyer beware to let people know, hey, this one really didn't work for me or it wasn't worth the money I spent. Please contact me and let me know so I can share that with everybody else because as I've said, you know, getting into essential oils and books and, and incense and all that stuff can become quite costly, especially if you're buying on the Internet, because you can't try these things out before you buy them. You can't smell them before you buy them. You can't look at them before you buy them. So anything that you can share with me so I can share with others to help them with, you know, increasing and strengthening their faith and practice and encouraging their faith and practice by all means, please do so. So there's two ways you can contact me. First is through the website. There's a contact uh, link on the website. And the website is Faith and More Podcast. That's all one word. Faithandmorepodcast.wixsite. W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash my dash site. S-I-T-E. And the other way to contact me is if you want to email me directly. And that's at Faith and More Podcast. Again, all one word faith and more podcast at gmail.com again thank you all so very much for stopping by the book nook i greatly look forward to seeing you all again next month until then know that you all are loved and that you are in my heart and in my prayers Music